Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from Thursday of the 21st week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. We have been reassured about you, brothers and sisters, in our every distress and affliction through your faith. For we now live if you stand firm in the Lord. What thanksgiving, then, can we render to God for you, for all the joy we feel on your account before our God? Night and day we pray beyond measure to see you in person and to remedy the deficiencies of your faith. Now may God himself, our Father, and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you, and may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all, just as we have for you, so as to strengthen your hearts to be blameless in holiness before God our Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his holy ones. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, fill us with your love, O Lord, and we will sing for joy. Fill us with your love, O Lord, and we will sing for joy. You turn man back to dust, saying, return, O children of men, for a thousand years in your sight are as yesterday, now that it is past, or as a watch of the night. Fill us with your love, O Lord, and we will sing for joy. Teach us to number our days aright that we may gain wisdom of heart. Return, O Lord, how long? Have pity on your servants. Fill us with your love, O Lord, and we shall sing for joy. Fill us at daybreak with your kindness that we may shout for joy and gladness all our days. And may the gracious care of the Lord our God be ours. Prosper the work of our hands for us. Prosper the work of our hands. Fill us with your love, O Lord, and we will sing for joy. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too you also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. Who then is the faithful and prudent servant whom the master has put in charge of his household to distribute to them their food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master on his arrival finds doing so. Amen, I say to you, he will put him in charge of all his property. But if that wicked servant says to himself, my master is long delayed and begins to beat his fellow servants and eat and drink with drunkards, the servant's master will come on an unexpected day and at an unknown hour and will punish him severely and assign him a place with the hypocrites, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I have a few friends who probably love today's gospel. They are the preppers, those who are stocking up on canned beans, soup, dry rice, bottled water, and of course, toilet paper. In case of a zombie apocalypse, the imposition of martial law, or some other similar occurrence. When I chide them with the suggestion that maybe they're being a bit paranoid, they assure me that I will seek them out when the the time comes, with the condition, of course, that I agree to offer daily mass. Well, at least I know where to go when and if any of those things happen. But I'm fairly confident that's not what Jesus is talking about when he tells us to be prepared. He instead reminds us of the inevitability of, of an event much more important than a worldwide catastrophe when he says, for in an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. When that happens, and it surely will, then red kidney beans and a four-pack of Charmin will be of little use. 
So how do we prepare? What unfinished business do we have? That's easily determined, actually. If you found out tomorrow that you had a week to live, you'd likely have a list of things to do. And the most important of those would involve relationships with God first, of course, and with those who have wounded us or we have wounded along the way. These are the items on the to-do list that we generally avoid in the ordinary course of our lives. We find other things more urgent. And besides, we'll always have tomorrow to tend to those other things. I've definitely been gifted with a different perspective during these past 44 plus months. I've always been an energizer bunny of sorts with a to-do list, to-do list longer than the average person and a capacity to work nonstop. That will get me nothing in the end. You might say that all those things I get done aren't worth a can of beans. And those seemingly, all those seemingly important things ultimately will be nothing but wasted time. You could certainly wait to address your end-of-world to-do list tomorrow, but tomorrow may bring an unexpected visitor in an hour we do not expect, and he won't be looking for food and water or toilet paper. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day, and say a prayer for me.